Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Tom. Hello. Once a cheater, always a cheater? Question mark. Gee whiz. I mean, all right. <laughs> Sorry, visceral reaction all around the room today. <laughs> um. Well, look. I mean, yes, right. But the I think the person can change. And they can, they don't have to be that person forever. Yeah, so then no to once a cheater, always a cheater. Well, growth can happen. I mean, once a murderer, always a murderer. Once you've well, been convicted yes. of the crime, right? I, yes, but contextually, what I'm asking you is not once you've done the thing, did you do the thing? It's once you've done the thing, will you continue to do the thing? Right, okay. Well, yes. in that case, no. God, no. No. Yes. The, the, the personal growth got, change can always happen. Can I've always got occur, a lot occur. of friends, almost all female. Mm. Um, who do wholeheartedly believe once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. Um, and I used to believe that mm. because I had my experience of and probably someone so, I dated yeah. over about, uh, what, six or seven years who just kept sticking his penis into other people. Look, I'm sure um, it was an accident. And it it'll was never happen again. Yes. It's literally happening while you're texting me. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but I have seen evidence in uh, relationships of, of people around me, of people who have made the mistake and who have done the work. And I think that is the key to this, is, mm-hmm. is doing the work. You can't just say it will never happen again. You need to do the work to regain that person's trust. Interesting. So you're, are you, uh, is this taking place in one relationship, one relationship? So... One person it can. cheats. Yeah, uh, like and you've, then... you've either got to do the work to um, uh, fix your reputation or do the work to fix your relationship, whether it's, it's you know, for yeah. future relationships going forward or like oh, it's yeah. just to fix yourself, really. But you have to prove to anybody who knows who you, what you did, that you're not going to do that again. Absolutely. My instinct is to do that in the same relationship takes a whole lot of work and a whole lot of work from the person who was wrong the wronged party yes. so if, it's if, it's and it, you both have to work at it so hard and for you know and i've said this to people who have who have cheated before and have gone it's a big mistake i want to and i said okay well i'm going to tell you that for the next you know year or so if somebody suspects you of something you're going to have to go i understand why yeah. you feel that you can't get defensive so you can't be like how could you say that i already said you've got to go i understand i take that on but here are the ways that i'm not doing what you said like you just people are going to say you did the thing because you did the thing oh yes yes you were right yes uh, it's like soul searching we've covered this you can't just fuck off and do a soul search in an it's afternoon it's a five minute soul search no, yeah, express ditto like with an express any, tan ditto with any behaviour similar or orbiting cheating you have yep. you no 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 Buster Brown you've got to do the do the crime you've got to do the time you've yes. got to you got to sit there you've got to agonise and you've got to hurt and you've got and to you've understand got to that the people around you are going to doubt you for a while yep oh yep oh yep and that's going to feel shit but you need to sit in that and if you intend to do all this in the same relationship to uh, to get back 
to with the person that you you um that you uh, that you wronged. I, I would say the chances of that are, are pretty small, right? It does happen. Pretty though. slim. It does happen, yeah. but it's, it is pretty slim. E- easier. It's this gets conversation gets easier where you go, all right, the they cheated in that relationship, but in the relationships going forward, that's yeah, probably maybe it was just could, the ex. That's why they cheated. Yeah, no, it was you. You're a dick. Mm, own it. Interesting. All right, welcome to Ghost of Boyfriends Past. I'm Liz Best yes, here with my Tom, Tom Harris with furrowed brow. Here with my Tom Harris yeah. with furrowed brow. <laughs> oh, Liz, you're my Liz Best as well. <laughs> oh, I mean, in this room, what else, what else do we have? Now, um, sound the alarm, everybody. Yeah, where's that? The where's hurricane that? alert. Oh, sound the alarm because Jess is our guest this week. That is right, Jess from episodes past. That's the Jess, Hurricane Jess alarm. Gird your loins. <laughs> uh, hi, Stunners. Yes, it's me, Jess Kate Ryan. She's back. She's better than ever. Oh She's got God. some stories oh, to yeah. tell. So if you if you haven't joined us before, go back and search for, we've got Jess and the drummer, drummer drama and I can't remember what her other episode was called but there's uh, another one in there too that one's a really sad one that one's um, super sad that is called uh, The Wasted Years that's Jess right. and the Wasted Years oh, well it already done. broke my heart just hearing that again <laughs> well done yes Jess and the Wasted Years um, and today what do we what are we we were already sort of discussed yeah. um, off air what we were going to call this episode are we sticking with it look to be honest like it's funny that you brought up that topic um, before my episode. Not that we're going to talk about that today. I've still got several months of therapy to process about my experience yeah, with cheating. Um, so I'll be happy to come back later on come back to later discuss on let's, that. Let's because that I'm like, fantastic. Mm, I'm not ready. No, mm, um, hurts. Yeah, I mean, just for a little bit of lowdown before we get into what I'm talking about, um, I am in a weird space in my life where um, I have been single now for three plus years now. Oh, four years for me. And um, I am severely traumatised by my previous experience. Mm -hmm. I have recently tried to, like, date... Um, but it turns out that I don't want anybody touching me. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, oh yes. we've heard this I, before. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I, I have absolutely no interest in dating at the moment. I have interest in getting outward gratification from men telling me that I'm pretty. Yeah. Um, but I, mean, I who have doesn't? absolutely no way, no like no way, no how am I in a spot to actually put myself out there? That's great. And that's fine. Yeah. Because nothing nothing in life, dating has this weird, I don't know what it is, attached to it, mentality and energy attached to it, where you're like, what? You're not ready, you're not ready to date someone? No. What are you, what's wrong with you? And but in any aspect of life, you're not ready to jump off a, a go paragliding? But what's no, wrong with you? Like, for I mean, me, it's not even a not ready. It's a I don't want to. Yes, I, yeah. I don't want like, to. And that's yeah. a valid choice. Yes, that's right. Like, obviously, like any normal person, I crave intimacy yeah. and I crave that sort of connection with somebody. But the thing is, I thought I had found that with this recent yes. person. And I've been getting down on myself about not being over this person who is the devil and shall not be named. Um, but so it's, it's the fake of, name we're going for, Satan. Yes, yeah, Satan. Satan. Okay. Satan works. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um, but this thing has been like off and on, off and on, off and on for like over two years now, and Ugh. it's just I'm exhausted Damn. and I'm tired and. 
I'm so sick of like getting down on myself about not being in a place to like fully commit to great people because that's the thing I've dated great people but I'm just not there no they seem to be like yeah I'm gonna tell my mother about you and it's great and I'm like I'm not there I can't do this (laughs) goodbye I'm busy smoke bomb um but this the stories that I'm going to talk to you, because stories, I'm going to keep this short and snappy because this is going to, what, what did we decide to call it? Uh, Jess, Jess and the Bin Men Parade. Jess and the Bin Men Parade. Uh, when I <laughs> because... was a young man, my father took me into the city. Uh, um, yeah. Jess, I'm just going to cool your jets a little bit here. Yeah, Jess rules. is a returning a returning oh, guest yeah, on this here show. Ugh. And people, in their, people keep trickling along to this little podcast in their ever-growing numbers. <laughs> Who aren't who aren't familiar with the rules? Mm. Okay, class, I can't have all this giggling while I'm trying to while I'm trying to reprimand everyone. <laughs> we do have rules in this show. Jess knows them already. She's comfortable. She's at home. She knows to give an alias, as we have Satan. I believe yes. will be the first well, one Satan. today yeah. for the particular per- that particular for that person, particular yeah. person. Uh, we'll we, get into that next year. We do yep. that so that people can't. Uh, it's doxing, basically, can't share uh, personal private information of other people, and that's it. Sort of leads into the second rule. If you figure that. Out, out who Jess is talking about. Don't, don't be a dick. ruin it. Don't ruin it. Yep. All right, we've got a good thing going on here, Liz and I. Don't and I don't want to ruin it. Everybody. All right. Otherwise, people get really cranky at you. And no threats on air, please. No Jess. threats on Mike. Nah. On Mike. And just before we settle air. into um, Jess's little story, I will point out that at the end of the episode, we're going to be announcing a little bit of a giveaway. <gasps> So we've part- is it me? We've, we're giving Jess <laughs> away. <laughs> no. No, it's not. We've partnered with JBL for a pretty great prize um, for people who write in. So we'll Fun. tell you about that later. But you've got to say for the whole episode before mm. I tell you what you've got to do. Yeah, so that's that's headmastering rules out of the way. Um, Jess has given herself time to check her notes, check yeah, her just, aliases. I'm just making her, sure my aliases. Check her alibis. <laughs> um, we're making sure ah. all, all legal aspects are covered here. So it's a it's a collection of of short stories for, yeah. from you today. So um obviously being single for three years, I over the last you know three years um have gone through periods of like really heavily dating. So putting myself out on apps and just and then taking yourself back in. Yeah, <laughs> and like literally going on dates with like the most random of people. So I've collected a few stories. Obviously, um the first one. <laughs> <laughs> e. The first one I'm going to talk about, um, we're going to call him Gavin. Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. So, Gavin puts himself out on, this is a Bumble one, by the way. A Bumble. Yeah. Right. So, puts him out, puts himself out. He's obviously, like, a little bit into the environment, likes to go outside. Not my vibe, but, you know, happy to give these people time and see if they can convince me to go for a walk. Well, if they can convince <laughs> you to go for a walk, you could be able to convince them to stay in a Netflix. Exactly so, like- right. Anyway. So Gavin and I decide to meet at the illustrious Brisbane Brewing Company. Oh, we love hello. a bevy. We love a beer. <laughs> it was a Thursday night, which to me, red flag. Like, <laughs> Thursday night's my time. Like, Thursday night's, like, big TV time. Like, you know, anyway. Also, it means that they're probably not at work on a Friday. Like, yeah. But some people are. So going out on a Thursday night automatically just, means you have less of a good time because you know you've got to go to work. But the double red flag of a Thursday night date was we didn't meet until nine. No. Nine Nothing PM. happens after nine. nine. And it's like, I'm sorry. Like, what do are you, you have doing beforehand? Before? Exactly. I was like, <laughs> where do you have to before? be? Anyway. Thanks for fitting me in. So I show up in my tears as per 
beautiful vintage dress, great little belt, fun little loafer with a sock moment. Like, I looked <laughs> so great for a Thursday. Oh, I love a sock, mo- sock moment. Uh, sock moment on a Thursday. Oh, a Thursday. Cannot <laughs> believe you went there. Amazing. Honey, I'm here for my sock moment. <laughs> Come and give it to Padre. <laughs> anyway, so I show up at BB Co. And then in walks, I almost said his real name, Gavin. Gavin. <laughs> We will bleep Shoot him a Gavin. In walks Gavin. First off, he's really, really tall. And not like tall. I'm like tall. He's a tall tap. Like Jess is not a tall lass. I'm 5'4", so I'm pretty average. Now, but is this... he tall to uh, everyone else in the human well, like, race or is he just tall to you? No, no, tall <laughs> as in to the human race. Like tall, tall to Tom. Tall he shows up. He's got like a dress shirt on. So I start at the top. Brunette. Obviously, no glasses. That's ah, unusual for that's Jess against, Kate Ryan. Against type, yes. Um, go down dress shirt, okay. Dress pants, no belt. I was like, mm. oh come on, give the boy a no belt pass. No mm. one wears belts anymore. You don't we need them to keep your pants down. up. down. His shirt is too short for his arms. Uh, well, he's a tall lad. Maybe he can't buy shirts that fit easily. Yes. Mm. Dress pants, dress pants, dress pants, and then he is literally wearing joggers. Joggers. Not a sneaker. Oh, it's a jogger. Oh. It's like a like a gym shoe, like a well-worn. There is a very big difference between sneakers, which are trendy right now, and joggers. Like jogger. Like Seinfeld joggers. Like Seinfeld jogger. Yeah. Might as well put it on a like put on a blazer. We were at the end, yeah. like chuck on a parachute jacket. Moment. Right. Uh, so we good. sit down. He's like his job is talking about like bugs or something, but he really wanted to get into plants. And I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> look, I love. So I'm gonna I need love, to move ah! industries, the I up love, and up yeah, industry of plants, yeah, biology. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was so like confusing. And he and I was just like nodding along, because I was like, it's nine forty-five. Like this is like. This is getting really Has late. Has he asked you anything about yourself yet? No, barely <laughs> asked anything about me, but he asked me what I thought about plants. And I said, I kill them. them. <laughs> How did I know you were going to say he that? Was, now, did, yeah, did he read that as I, it, with intent and malicious? Well, thought? I don't know. I was just like, I'm really sorry. Like, I've tried, but I they're just... fussy bitches. fussy bitches. And I'm already fussy enough. You just don't have a green thumb. No, right? exactly. You just don't have that... Don't have it in you. And it was so funny because, like, looking at this man with how he was dressed, and, like, I'm not really one to judge, <laughs> but he was... No, what? She whiz. Sorry, right. even our producer pissed himself laughing at that point. Wait. 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 hyenas in here, all right. Um, <laughs> but he was looking back at me as if he was disappointed in me. Like, like I was like, I look fucking stunning. Like, yes. Applause to you for having that rather than being like, what's wrong with me? Being like, what's wrong with you for yeah. not liking what I look like? I was just like, I look stuns. Like, I don't know what the fuck your problem is. <laughs> and yeah, it was just, he asked me no questions about myself. Couldn't have, like, and like, you know, n- not to say that I'm the most super interesting person at the, in the world, but like, you know, I was a working actor at the time. I was also working in retail. I have my like successful podcast. Like I read a lot. Like I've got plenty to give the conversation. He had no 
interest. Anyway, end of the night, I was like, yeah, nah, like not even like a one, like one and done, like Tinder, like hookup sort of situation. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to like scoot. Turns out he was the housemate of some friends of mine and he turns out to be like the weirdest little weirdo on the planet. And of course I found him on Tinder or Bumble because he was brunette. So how did, so you found out, how did you find out that he was? I was just talking about the situation of this weird guy called Gavin. Gavin. (laughs) And my friend was like looking at me really confused and she was like, was he like super tall? And I was like, super tall. Super Super tall. Super into bugs, but looking to merge into that. And it was so funny because like, Earlier on, I had met um, the forensic botanist, um, Dr. Gordon Geimer, through my crime podcast. And I was like, oh, well, then you, like, must know, like, Dr. Geimer. Like, he's, like, one of the leading, like, botanists in the country. And also, you know, he has done this amazing work for forensic botany. And he was like, never heard of him. I'm like, no, yeah. red flag, yeah. red flag. Filthy, filthy casual over here. Anyway, so, yeah, it had turned out there was all this connection. So it turns out I dodged a bullet. He was a super weirdo. So, so yeah. So well, at least you got confirmation that he was a super weirdo. Yeah. That it, it wasn't, wasn't just, just you. So it's what it's uh, unpacking it a little bit. It's one guy with like one super niche interest, right? Or it's uh, the, and it's, it's super the not inter- asking you any questions yeah, yeah, yeah. about yeah. you on I'm, a past nine pm day. I was galloping towards that point. Sorry, yeah. I just cut you off at the path. Uh, no, no, you're right. Um, and sometimes when you have those interests and you're super like you're zero, zeroed in on them right yeah. and you're like this is the best thing in the world to me ever oh my and god and it's not as if I said oh fuck plants yeah. I hate plants you did admit that you murdered them yeah. well, however <laughs> that is true anyway plants oh you love plants me I kill them yeah, murder it's a bit, them yeah. Yeah. and the, the guy has brought that to the table and just completely missed all the signs saying ask a question about her yeah, yeah you know point it, ten bucks he was just such a silly silly goose Gavin you Silly goose. We need a silly goose alarm here on Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. We've got the dump them button. We're going to have to get the hurricane award uh, alarm and we're going to have to get the silly goose. The silly goose honk, honk, honk. (laughs) Anyway, so moving on. I really want that button. (laughs) So a couple of months later, I match with this guy, also a brunette. We We start actually having like really, really good conversation. Like it wasn't as if it was... But it was just really good banter and we got along. I'm going to call him Daniel. And mainly I'm going to call him Daniel because I cannot remember his name. (laughs) Great. Great. I mean, sure. So you're not going to fuck up. Anyway, so we had exchanged numbers and I was, you know, a bit apprehensive about doing that until I get on the date with them and I decide that I want to see them again because, you know, you have to add them into your phone and then you've got them in your phone. Yeah, but yeah, like you can unmatch someone and they can't find you. If they've got your number, then you've got to change your phone number. Yeah, exactly. It's not great. So... We were having this really good banter. I was actually really excited about the date. We show up and he had sort of catfished me a little bit with his photos. Like he'd obviously picked the photos of himself that a lot of them were group photos, red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But he also just, he must have picked like just the best of the bad bunch, you know? Now, Jessica, isn't that A, what everyone's doing anyway, and B, within his right to... No, that's fine. Yeah, so, but, but isn't just, isn't everyone on on social see, media taking I, their best or... I is, have a huge worry about catfishing people, so I try to be like, I try to put a, like a honesty. good mix of mm. bunch, but I definitely try to put recent photos. Some of these were ah, very, very right. old. Yes. 
Yeah. And if you're da- if you're 30 and putting photos up when you're 18 with your head yeah. full of hair and, and I always skinny, get yeah. my friends to vet because sometimes you know you think that you look a different way. So whenever I've done up profiles for those kinds of horrible places that people go and date on now, I will show my profile to someone and be like, "Are these pictures an accurate representation of what I look like in real life or am I rose-colored glassesing the shit out of my body image right now?" Yeah. Um, and yeah, I get the verification that yes, that does actually look like me. No, it doesn't look like I have a filter. It's all good. And I don't think boys do that because. And to be honest, like I would love to. Why would, why would we? We know the. We know better. We know best. We, we're just <laughs> yeah, going to exactly. do what we do. And all right. It's so funny. Just this you fool. Gorgeous guy that I work with at uni. He's a few years younger than me. Um. So like, obviously, nothing's going to happen. And also, I don't really like to fraternize within the workplace. Um. Like he is the sweetest boy. But my friend found him on Hinge the other night and sent me his profile. And I was like, Lockie, do you realise that you make yourself to look like such a twi- like such a bin man? Like, you're such a nice guy. You're, like, exceptionally generous and, like, right. all this stuff. So he, and it was this very... is someone that you actually know. No. And do we really... need to bleep out his name? No, nah, no, nah, he'll be fine. Okay, good. <laughs> um, he is a lovely boy, but, like, his presence on dating apps is just not really reflective of who he is. Yeah. And I right. think it's like, I it's think like you've got to get it vetted. You have to. So he's trying to hit a... T- is he trying to look... He's trying to hit an audience. I think so. And right. it's just... And trying to macho him, it up a bit or... Knowing him personally and how, like, he actually is, like, you know, for a 21-year-old boy, he's actually really, really lovely. Mm. You know, because they suck at 21. Like, mm. fuck it. And oh, yeah. I was just so surprised. Anyway, that was off topic. Okay, so we're back to Daniel. So he was like, I'm going to take you to the greatest pizza place that you've ever been in your entire life. And now we big are in, call. Now we That's are in, a big call. And we are in Brisbane. Now, I love Brisbane and it's fun, many fine Definitely eateries. Definitely not got the best and, pizza and I've ever had in my life anywhere in Brisbane. unwind and catch a refreshment. So obviously I went in going like, this is going to be good. Turns out the place was around the corner from where I used to live in South Brisbane. I was like, I'm sure if I had heard about this place, I would have been hitting this up once a week, every week. We show up. It's this weird bar. Mm. And, like, the people obviously... And then Daniel shows up. And, yeah, not really reflective of who he was in his photos. Was a little bit socially awkward. Went in. We ordered the pizzas. We ordered some beers. We sit down. He doesn't sit across from me. He sits next to no. me. Yes. That's no. a that's a yes if you're already dating and a no if you're just meeting someone for it's the first time. It's so poor on many – it's a poor choice on several levels. Yep. Right? And uh, you're going to say – you're going to say, like, don't uh, we're, you don't know me. Don't sit next to me. I'm uncomfortable. Get out of my – but also, it's, uh, on a date, it crushes and kills a smooth conversation. Yeah. And talking it's, to each yeah. other. You're looking right, you're, you're t- turned on your side. No, no, no. You get only to, do that opposite. when you're at the point of, of dating someone that you want physical closeness. Yes, like, yes. And you, and you have earned said physical closeness. Yes, yeah. that's right. So wild. Okay. And it turns out, and like I speak quite loudly, he had the loudest speaking voice I have ever encountered in my Coming entire life. Coming from JKR, that is loud. That is loud, so mate. With the, with the pair of you, there would have been dogs crying in the oh. distance. <laughs> <laughs> Real hurricane alarms Cars going off. Car alarms going off. So the pizza arrives. Uh oh. Mamma mia! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I ordered a, like, I love a cheeky mug. I yeah. love a mug pizza. Very good. The tomato is like barely cooked. Uh, that's a shame. This that's was the shame. first pizza, like pizza for one, that I've never like I couldn't finish. I was like, this is horrific. 
I cannot, I cannot abide this. Like a mug. Like how can you fuck up a mug? I mean, there are many ways <laughs> one can fuck up a mug. How can someone fuck up a mug? It's tomato cheese. And like, you're asking, you're asking that question fairly, just uh, on a base level. Who can fuck up a mug? But this place is the best. This is the best. This place <laughs> is the best. So you're asking that on top of. The yeah, title of the best. Exactly. Luckily, the beer was plentiful, so I just was like knocking yeah, yeah. them back. Anyway, so then we get into start talking about career, and I was like, okay, yeah. So like, I'm an I'm an actor, so you know, I mainly spend my time auditioning for lots of things. I've done mainly like commercials. I studied musical theatre. I also do a podcast. Anyway, Daniel, what do you do? So he goes. So what I do? I'm a professional gambler, and I was like, okay. A friend of ours, friend of the podcast, Ben Linsky, his brother is a professional poker player. So I was like, okay, so it's not completely without the realm of possibility. Mm, yes, I understand. No, 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 no. This man pays people uh, yes. for their identities yes. and then uses yes. betting websites. Yes, yes. Oh, no. Yes. And makes money doing that yes. all day, every day, 18 yes. hours a day. He sits at home on his computer doing this. Yes. And I'm, my oh, eyes no. are just widening as he's telling me this because I was like, surely this can't be legal. Surely this cannot be legal. It, you don't want to bring a professional home to your mother? What's wrong with you, Jess? But Jeez. the thing is, as he's like talking to me, I realize he's trying to sell me on the scam. Mm. Yes. And he was like, you know, yes. give this is you, an I MLM give date. <laughs> this yes is an illegal while. MLM yes. date. Yeah. He's like, I will give you a thousand dollars, and I'll turn it into. And I mm. and I'm gonna take your identity. Yes. Just your, identi- uh, just, just your identity. Just your identity. Just your identity. So like, he's like, we need like your photo ID and your bank card and like all of this shit. And then yes. like they use your identity to make money. All so he does things. this professionally. He learned it in Mexico. Yes. Like. Yes. I, I, he, so, he tried to sell me on the fucking scam. Well done. Uh, well done on I on mean, look, $1,000 is hard to do. And to be honest, my like, identity. I, nah. I was in a really bad spot yeah. financially. Yeah. So yeah. I was like. That's right. But then I was like, no, it's no. Like, can't you just, just buy have feet some pics off me or something? I was like, if I need to be connected with this man for the rest of time, absolutely not. Because I'm like, surely the police are going to come storming in one day and, and like, they're going to find little Daniel like at his like home screen just going like, bet, 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 bet. Like, no, no, no. And then they'll be like, Jess Kate Ryan, you've done this illegal gambling. And it's so funny. I think you could tell on the date that like I wasn't really sold because I was just like, okay, Daniel, tell it to me again. Like... How how the fuck does make this work? It, make it work in make it make sense. Yeah. Make it make sense a hundred percent. Where I'm like, because yes, like, this is the best decision I could ever make, and you know, it's not getting anywhere near. I that. try not to judge. Like, I try not to judge what people do and stuff like that because you know we have to make money. So we all have like we're all part of this capitalist society, yes. and we yes. all have to like pay Don't bills get me and started shit. On that shit. Yes. Like Zane's tried to sell us on his commune idea, and to be honest, I'm all in. Like I'm when all Zane, in to move to, move to New Zealand and living with Fifi and Leia and just like living my best life. But in the meantime, I have to work for the soul sucking man anyway. And but I just could not. I, I just could not fathom that this guy was getting away with what he was doing. I was like, can I call somebody? Like, can I? Like, what do I do? Like, yeah. Do was, I need to report this guy yeah. to someone? How do I? But it was so funny. At the end of the day, he was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to like see you again. And I was just like getting into the Uber. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> totally, bye. And yeah, never heard from him again. Never followed up or anything. So yeah, I think good. because he didn't yeah. sell me on the scam, he decided to never follow through. Wow. Yeah, correct. Yes. 
I'll say it. yes. Damn, yes. I'm going to call him Damn Daniel. Damn <laughs> Daniel. Yes. No. Wow, that's oh. definitely one of the stranger ones. Have some, yeah. Have some self-respect. Your self your feet I- pics, not your identity. Yeah, your identity is worth a little more than a thousand dollars. Yes. Like upfront. Upfront. I want to see some more cash older yeah. than. Yeah, than, definitely. Than I was like, I just don't. Because, like, you know something could happen it's just not a good yes. idea and yes. i think he was taking advantage of a lot of people who were Dude, very you can take credit desperate. cards out with people's names and all the information that he was asking he doesn't need to professionally gamble he's already got your bank account details and <laughs> it's uh, uh, when you're just viewing it as a one off like you on this one date you're you're going is it he wouldn't be but you don't know. You haven't seen the hundreds of dates this no. man's been on beforehand, right? Who's who's successfully he could got be going money. from your date to another date to yeah, try and get a thousand dollars off someone. Literally. So yeah, that was a bit of a that was a shock to the system, and I think I definitely took some maybe time took after you, that. Maybe he took you to shit pizza so that you'd be like, God, surely we need to, you know, go to nicer, more fancier places than this. Ah, what you're going to give me a thousand dollars? I can afford scam. better food. Yes. Mayhaps, or he's got terrible taste, and you, on that alone, you dodge the ball. I mean, it's so funny, like what the brain does when, like, when you're a little bit like worried about something. Because to be honest, I have barely any memory of that night. Not that I got like exceedingly drunk, but I've just like blocked it out for some weird reason. Anyway, okay, so the next one. This is one of my favourite stories of all time. Okay. Oh, boy. Do we need to <laughs> so, warn people? As for the Doug the Drummer episode that I showed you guys, that I did for you guys the first time I was here, started at Johnny Ringo's. This story yes. also starts at Johnny Ringo's. Stop going to Johnny Ringo's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, all right, what did we learn? Uh, don't everybody, go stop to going jo- to Johnny Ringo's. Unless Johnny oh, Ringo's no, wants no, to you sponsor don't need us. To beat that. that was the pseudonym. Yeah, we right. good. All right. She got it right. I got she it got right. Because right. I know the actual person's name because I was the one who tracked him down. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, yeah. okay, so I had made these two wonderful friends at work and we decided to have like our first girls' night out and I'd had a bit of a dry spell. So, you know, not TMI, but I lost my virginity when I was 21. I was obviously with my ex mm-hmm. for X amount of years having sex and then became... Um, into the casual dating scene. So I was having not a lot of sex, but I was having sex with a lot of different people. And then there was just... As you do. As you do. And then there was a dry spell of about six months. And that was the longest I had gone without having sex with somebody. Six months. I know. Me now, I'm like... Am I joking? Quick, Six quick, months. Am I, oh my am god! I Let me play joking. the smallest fucking violin in the world for you. See that's high pitched and grating. Oh no, that's just your attitude. Sorry. Anyway, so my friends and I, we go out, we have some drinks and lovely, and it was awesome. We go to Johnny Ringo's when we're already inebriated. I once again ride the bull. I have a video of me riding it slow mo, and then shoo, just like it happened with the Doug the drummer, uh, Doug the drummer incident, I turn around and I see this gorgeous guy. Uh, and more importantly, wearing the most gorgeous suede jacket I have ever seen in my entire life. More yeah. importantly? <laughs> he can take the jacket oh, off. I yeah. feel like the face is more important, yeah. but sure. Oh, my God. I was like, this jacket. He fell in love with the jacket yes, at She fell in love with the jacket, everybody. Of course he was brunette. Brave to wear suede in a bar where people are riding oh. balls. <laughs> Mate, that's the thing. I was like, that's it was audacious. that boldness and that, uh, that, <laughs> bold. that got him. bold. Look bold, at him. Bold. He's not afraid to wear suede in a in a cowboy bar. <laughs> Good man. Okay, so I was like, okay, that's the one for the evening. 
So then my friends and I like standing around like, and then all of a sudden we just started talking, me and this guy. Um, I'm going to call him Pete. Um, you have managed to pick names of all people I have been involved with at some point or another in my <laughs> That's life. That's definitely not for a name. every single fake name that you picked this episode. Oh, um, <laughs> so we start chatting. I find out that he's a teacher. Um, he teaches like maths and PE. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Um, that's really great. I'm like, oh, I'm an actor. And then my friends were talking to his friends and were like is this guy like okay mm. and they're like yeah no pete's like really really lovely like he's a really nice guy and then pete and i just like keep talking and there's the vibe i was like awesome this is cool 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 and then he invited me to kick on with him and his friends we ended up at rick's yuck <laughs> unless hey. rick's wants to sponsor us in which case yum and <laughs> uh, rick's is gross and grotty but i i will i will defend it i will defend it at yuck a late Saturday um, I've night thrown up at so much at Rick's. Rick's. <laughs> <laughs> I've just remembered. <laughs> it's fine when you're young, but when you're twenty, uh, yeah, when yeah. you're twenty six at you, Rick's, yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, this true. is a bit bleak. Anyway, we kick on there, and then he invites me um, back to his house, and I was like, yes, and oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> we end up at this house at. Red Hill and like not to make any assumptions about people and money and stuff like that but I assume like this guy's been working as a teacher for quite a few years I thought he would have had like his own sort of place but he just he was teacher like, salaries are woefully low in yeah, Australia you, can you I just point that out no that's true but he um had roommates so I was like okay fine we get to his house walks me into his bedroom and he goes look how clean my room is Oh, that's kind of like, cute. <laughs> and his like his shoes what? were all lined up in a line, and I was like, okay. And like that's when the alarm, like a teeny tiny like Tinkerbell size. See, this alarm. is me who's who's been introduced to people and going, look, here is my bedroom, and I'm like, you don't even have a fucking bed frame. Like, I, I, I but have like, a can I say, clean, lined up shoes is the dream. He just had nothing. Like it was clean, as in he just didn't. Own as in he owned nothing. Okay. What do we talk? Talk us, talk us through the bases of the room. There was a bed. Bed, shoes lined up. Shoes lined up. Not in, not top in a sheet. cupboard. There was. <laughs> Did he have a top sheet? That's important. There oh, was. There was definitely only two pillows. Okay. Um. There was. That's like, better than one. There was a top sheet, I believe. My bar is very low, guys. <laughs> anyway, this isn't this. It gets so much weirder okay, after this. Okay. Okay. So we, he decides that he wants to watch black books while we're making out. I'm like, weird choice, but I love Dylan Moran. So I'm into sure. it. Yep. He goes, but there's no television in his room. So I assume uh, we just go out into the lounge room. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what a funny, you just go, you made me giggle. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. You think we'd watch TV where the TV is. And uh, no, 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 no. What could possibly come next? <laughs> I'm excited. He goes out into the living room, picks up his uh, television yes. and brings uh, it into his bedroom. Um, <laughs> I, mm. Yeah, it's good. But like okay. this good huge, like, like massive, like fucking massive television. Uh, like not even like, like an itty bitty little one. Uh, like I'm talking like like door uh, to floor. Yeah. And that's and he, he lugs it in, and then you go. Actually, I might go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I'm already here. I'm already committed to this. But like, like black I, books, like stay for the black books. Mm. Come on, that show's great. Anyway. Lights go off, black books goes on. We start making out. Top comes off, bra comes off, and like. 
um, if people aren't aware, and this is not something that I'm ashamed of, I have really big boobs. Yep. I have really, really, really big boobs. And we were making out and that was all happening and he goes, I want to do a line off your tits. Great. Aww. And I thought that I've, was... No one's a ref- ever said that to me uh, in my life, Jessica, so come no on. No one's ever said that to me either. <laughs> I, yeah. Hold on. I thought that was a remark as to their size. Oh. No, no. Oh, like I want to do a line as in I want to, like, say something about, I don't know, I don't know. Yes. Like a right. comedy line. I don't know. He grabs out a literal bag of Coke... And, and does a line um, off my boob. Right. I mean, <laughs> fantasy ticked. And I was like, <laughs> I was so shocked because it happened. So You're just quickly. sitting there lying, just, just being like, like what? I mean, he was a gentleman <laughs> and did offer. Yeah, good offer. Do you want us? Do you want to do a line off your own tits? Because you could reach. You guy, could reach. You just need guy? to bend your chin down. What's this guy's? Na- just, uh, what's this guy's number? He's got. <laughs> he's got it all. Um. Yeah. So I was like. Um, I actually have to go to work in like five <laughs> hours, so I better not. Anyway, the whole thing happens. It was not good. Um, we can all sort of imagine, like, you know, I don't need to go into the, but Liz Best. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. next morning, um, wake up after like two and a half hours sleep and I wake up in this share house in Red Hill with the most bizarre movie playing as we had been sleeping. And I was like, okay, I've got to get home. I have to have a shower. Still like, got I coke feel- on my tits. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> wash oh that God. shit off before work. Gotta go. So I leave. It's very transactional. He might as well have just like shook my hand. I walk out. Like all the people that we were with that night previously were all like sprawled across the living Uh, room floor. They had no TV because of course he'd taken it into his bedroom. (laughs) I don't know what they were doing all night. Anyway so then I'm walking down the hill and it's this really, really steep hill. My Uber comes. I literally fall over. I thought I had broken my ankle. I was like this is not the time. Anyway, get in the Uber, get home, have a shower, ring my best friend, Eleanor. And I ring her and I was like, oh, my God, I need to tell you this hysterical story. (laughs) And I was like, I picked up this guy at Johnny Ringo's and his name was Pete and, you know, and she was like, oh, like, Pete, what does he do? And I was like, he's a teacher. And then we were like, and then she was like, what, like, subjects does he teach? And I was like, oh, um, like, maths and HPE. And all of a sudden I can hear on the phone to Eleanor, her boyfriend, go, oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? And Eleanor goes, what school does he teach at? Don't and say I'm that on air. I wasn't going to say the school, but I was like, fake school. Fake school. Oh, I know that school well. They fake teach you school. how to do coke. And no. she was beside herself. And I was like, what? Now, what? now, beside herself, excited, outraged, distraught. She was like, I cannot believe this. She was Speechless. like, that is my friend's ex-boyfriend. Oh, who Brisbane turns is out small. is a massive cokehead. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. No, yes. you don't say. No, no, no. But I like, have evidence know, here. You know, whatever. And she was like, yeah, he's like... Like, he's crazy, Jess. Like, he, oh, like, destroyed dear. all of their possessions. Like, he's That's mental. why he had nothing in his bedroom. Oh, dear, yeah. They were all he fucking destroyed it all. He literally threw them out a window when he was with this oh, girl. And dear. I was like, and then no he's like, wonder. look how clean my life is. I threw everything out the fucking window. When I was on a coke bender. <laughs> and, yeah. And it had turned out to 
found out that he had gone out with like my best friend's other like good friend, and I was like, I will never what? get over how small Brisbane is. I will oh never dear. get over then, it. Oh dear. Then. I had to go to work, obviously, working at shop.com and was walking. And obviously after the weird night that I'd had about some guy like doing a line of coke off my tits and I was like hungover out of my mind working at James Street and then my ex-boyfriend walks in. Uh, And literally I audibly was like to customers, I was like, Oh my <laughs> God. And they were like, what? And I was like, my ex-boyfriend's about to walk in, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just deal with this situation. Yeah, yeah. The and universe he, is a cruel fucker at oh, times, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. It's just cruel. But yeah, and he was like, oh, like, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm absolutely. <laughs> Holds up. Do you want some coke? Do you want some coke? <laughs> anyway, so that is the story. I like to call him Petey Cokehead. Mm-hmm. It rolls of the tongue, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, just so that you're all not like going to call the cops on something on me, just being like, I don't think Jess is okay. Uh-huh. Let me tell you about a nice story. Good. Just okay. To, to well, drag us to the finish line. Yes. Bring to us. Bring, bring to us ra- home. To wrap us up. Something nice. So uh, obviously, like going on Tinder, there's people that are like you know, back when borders were open and things were okay. Hmm. Like there were people coming in from interstate all the time. And I matched with this guy who brunette glasses. He was a little bit like Mediterranean, which is not normally my vibe, but I was like, okay. Started having really good conversations. He works in um, like politics. So I was like, oh, there's plenty of conversations and stuff like that. Like, okay, we meet, we have um, like really yummy food. And I can just sort of tell that there's, you know, nothing's really going to go further than, maybe this date. Like, I didn't even think we were going to hook up or anything like that. Right. And um, we were, like, talking, and I was like, yeah, he needs a haircut. Like, yeah, like, I just... <laughs> but she's not one to judge. I'm not one to judge, and obviously. Um, but we were having really good conversation, and we were getting along really well, talking about, like, t- like t- talking about um travel and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, we come back to my place, literally, I think, to just have, like, a couple of glasses of wine. And then he, like, sneaky gives me a smooch. And I was like, okay, mm. am I going to hey, have, hey. like, a casual sex like thing and it not actually be super traumatizing probably i was thrilled <laughs> anyway we're gonna call him vince vince haven't dated a vince haven't dated a vince We've okay got, it's all good so i have to say because i have been told by several men before that i would never be capable of like casual dating because apparently i'm too psycho i feel like that's a bit fucking rude of any people to tell you what you would and wouldn't be capable yeah. of doing and to be honest like i've gotten my in my head this was one of my first like just went into it knowing that it was going to be casual, went in like this guy was from Melbourne, so it was not as if I was going to see him again and stuff like that. And I had just been made to feel by a lot of men that like I would never be capable of being able to have like the one and done. That's them putting you in a box. Exactly. That's them going, no, no, you stay there. Absolutely. So were you recognising that and challenging yourself or were you just trying to be... I, I was in the situation just going like, okay, I know this isn't going to go anywhere, but I'm actually having a really good time. Great, good. And, like, the whole encounter, He first off, he asked for consent, which I know the bar is low, but, like, the bar is low. So, actually, yeah, the bar to is actually, low. To actually just, like, check in with me before all of this was happening about whether or not I was comfortable with, like, 
you know, hooking up with him knowing that I wasn't going to see him again. It's, and I was like, yes, I am. It's um, it's a shame how, like, mind-blowing that is to it a lot of people. Like, boggling. what? You guys were... Yeah. Yeah, and, like, as the encounter was going on, he didn't, like, check in for consent the entire time, but, like, checked in to make sure that I was enjoying myself, if this felt good, like, if, I, if we wanted to try anything different. Like, the whole experience, I was like, wow. Care and tenderness. Care and, and, and like, that's the thing. And it was like, it wasn't as if it was... Ca- it wasn't as if, like, there was, like, this sweeping romance underneath it, but there was just care. Like, care for another human being that you're interacting with and making them feel good about themselves in this situation. It was wild to me. And after the encounter, like, obviously he wasn't going to stay the night because, you know, it just wasn't that vibe. But, like, checked in with me afterwards, also checked in with me the following morning. And I was just like, Vince, like, no, thank you so much. Like, I literally had, like, the nicest time. You're lovely. Took us back in Melbourne. Have the best time. And, I mean, you know, it was great. So I just wanted to end on that note. That is a really nice note to end on, I think. That it is possible for you to be able to engage in situations with casualness but also casualness does not mean no consideration like yeah this mm. is what this is yes. a problem that i continue oh. to have and this segues nicely into lessons learned problem that i continue to have is that people believe that just because you're only having a physical relationship with someone you have to be a complete asshole to them afterwards just in case they fall in love with you mm. like oh we don't want this to catch feelings so i've got to be really hostile now that we've fucked and like, like no no you can just be like cool high five good job finger guns out yeah. <laughs> this, this strange assumption or short-sightedness on of I'll put men in it more than women of men to to think that the person this lady that I'm having casual sex with she wants casual sex too yeah. so why are you worried about oh if I'm too nice and charming or just you know decent human being she's going to fall in love with me and want to no she's she you want casual yeah. she wants casual be it nice it is be possible nice for women the, to want casual relationships yeah, you know, not, like, <laughs> i've been in situations before with guys who you know he had made it clear to me that he wanted like like a friends with benefits thing and yeah. i was like yeah to be honest like i'm just out of a relationship that's probably what i'm i'm needing a little bit of intimacy but i just want to be mates and like he took that as oh let's have sex and i'm never going to talk to you ever again yeah and it's just like okay nah that's just not it like you can have we can have these encounters with people and still actually really be decent and you know, one of caring my most of each other. successful relationships with a man is someone that i've been friends with since i was 19 years old and we've had much casual sex over the years and we are still friends and we still hang out and he's like I'm going on a date and I'm like high five bitch like yeah. you know like it's it's completely possible to not you know fuck when Harry met Sally it is very possible to be friends with someone and have sex with them yeah. and it doesn't need to completely get in the way of actually your relationship that's, as friends mm. that's the thing like I've run into guys after we've hooked up like literally just being friends and like hooked up and stuff like that and they're so weird about it and I was like insert name here just calm down like yeah. it's alright like I'm not I'm not Glenn Close you are not Michael Douglas this is not fatal attraction like literally simmer the fuck down I don't know I don't know where it's come from guys but there is this uh, the, there is a mentality with guys and sex where we'll have it and then we wonder well this is either gonna uh She's either going to fall in love with me and want to follow me around for the rest of the or it's going or it's going to be we just assume we don't think through. This is where the, the whole communication yeah, thing we, comes we, in, right? Just, if people just, just fucking talked it's about a false things, assumption and every it's like time. insert name here. We could have had like 
plenty of you, like great yeah, the number sex. of times I've thought you could have had sex on tap and I never want to date you, but I just wanted to have lots of sex with you. But because you thought I'd fall in love with your magic penis, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Get and over like, yourselves. Yeah. Really? Like, mm. So yeah. let's go for lessons learned on the early and not not as happy weirdo stories. Yes. What on we? the Binman Parade. Um, be aware of your shirt size yep. <laughs> and go to a tailor. If ah. you, What if you're poor and you're just lanky and poor? Yeah. Yeah. Bad, but... Then don't look at the person that you're dating with judgmental eyes as if... That's true. Don't judge if lest you be judged. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we can learn. That's right. That's what we can learn. I Thanks, like Gavin. I like the idea of taking your dating profile to a, to a friends. Yes, yes, the vetting. To, and particularly it seems, uh, I'm harping on men here, but we we are the... We, we keep being... We're, just, can I just say straight men, though? Because yes. I know a lot of my gay friends have given me their profiles and actually gone, what do you think? Sure. This seems to be a very cis white straight man thing. Yes, forgive me for assuming. That's what I was assuming. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Forgive me for assuming that. I mean, look, it's just it's just narcissistic, really, to, but to yeah, uh, think that you your image of yourself is the only one that exists. And yes, it's just, you can't it's play just it. not. And you can't, like, and I'm the same. Like, I can't trust what... Because I, with my dating apps, like even though that's so far and away from where I am at the moment, like I used to be really self-deprecating and I used to put myself down a lot like in the bio and stuff like that. And it's just, I've really got no time for it anymore. Like just be aware of who you're presenting yourself as and being aware of like who you're presenting yourself as and also what you want to receive. Like Mm. if you actually want something genuine, if you want like a connection, if you want a relationship, you have to be aware that if you like, if you put yourself out to look like you're like a one and done sort of thing, then that's what you're going to get. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want something more, be aware of that. Put out what you want. Yeah, you're more yeah. likely to get what you want when you te- when you show the world what you want. Exactly. When you tell, when you tell people what you want. And, exactly. when, and when you ask for what you want, basically. Mm. I mean, my lesson isn't really a lesson such as something that pissed me off. Fine. <laughs> Go for it. I just, what is with people going on dates and, and playing with people's emotions to sell things or hook you I into a scam. I didn't it was a thing because I We just think... did a call out a couple of episodes ago because um, we came across a story of someone who, like a multi-level marketing date and we asked for people to write in on different MLM dates that they've had and there were so many and, like, people running honest, in. Thank God I was in a position where I was actually feeling a little bit good about myself and I could recognise that it was less about me and more about him. But mm. like, God forbid, like someone who's like you know, feeling really vulnerable, feeling, you know, all these sorts of things and people taking advantage of that, that's fucked. Yeah. And, like, to be honest, Daniel, hope you're not doing the best. Hope you did get arrested because what you definitely were doing was illegal. Yeah, for sure. Just be like, well, how about I have your photo ID uh, as collateral? Thanks, thanks. Be careful, everyone out there, not just in the dating realm. Every aspect of life, there are... There are bastard people that are looking to take advantage of the poor, the needy, the vulnerable, the mm. most vulnerable yeah. uh, and, and exposed people in life. All so right. yeah, be, be careful. And I just wanted to throw out as like a lesson learned that I have been learning myself over the last cu- couple of weeks especially mm. that it is okay if you do not want to put yourself out there and date yes. and you can get through these conversations with people when they ask you, oh, are you seeing somebody? And it's just like, you know what? Like, people have stopped asking me now because I set very clear boundaries and just went, no, I'm not and I'm not really looking for it. If it yeah. happens, it happens, but Cause I had this that's not what my life focuses on. Satan messaged me a few days ago and was like 
oh, I just want to let you know that I still think that like the year 28 is going to be like the year of romance for you. And I was like, you know what? I don't care what I'm, you think. First off, don't care. Second off, I'm not manifesting I'm that not shit. looking for anything because I'm not in the right frame of mind. And it is, it is okay to be enough on your own. Like I'm having, like I'm having a great time at the moment. I've just started another job. I'm killing it at auditions. Like I'm doing all of this other shit. Like my life and work as a director is going to be kicking off, kicking off next year. So just like fuck it. Like you're enough. You don't have to go on these dates with these losers, and you don't have to waste your time no. with people if you don't want to. Like fuck. Can't wait till I want to because I can't wait to use all my hot girl outfits <laughs> and like throw myself out there again. But to be honest, I'm just not there. No, and that's fine. fine. Yeah, rightfully right. so. Congratulations, Jess, Jess for thank reaching you that point. for coming on. Now, before we go, I need to talk about our little JBL giveaway. Oh, yes. JBL giveaway. Yes. So, basically, we've had an offer from JBL Tell to... Me about it. Yes. So, take the party with you, friends, no matter the weather. So, we have a JBL Charge 5 speaker to give away. Now, these speakers deliver bold JBL original pro sound with optimised long excursion driver. Don't know what that means. Separate tweeter, dual pumping JBL base radiators up to 20 hours of playtime and also a power bank to charge all your devices. These things are the most handy thing in the world. Like the and I'm not just saying JBL, all wireless Bluetooth speakers yeah. that you can just have. And this one sounds really nice. Like I've listened to this one. It's so handy. It's waterproof and dustproof. So if you get rained out or you drop it in the pool, you you're good. You take it to the beach, you take it to the park, you take it around the house, you take it in the garden. Yep. These things are Take brilliant. it on a date with Gavin. Take, take it, it on, on a, a date, date with, with Gavin. Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also, if you've got a couple of them, um, JBL speakers, you can link them up for what's called Party Boost. So you can have a bunch of speakers playing the same sound and a surround yourself with it. Surround. Now, now to you can win. listen on the JBL thing, the 10-minute version of All Too Well by Taylor Swift. <laughs> or Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. Uh, excuse me. Um, so to win, what do you have to do? Well, in the next month, you have to either write in your story for a mini-sode at ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com or contact us on our social media. So write in your mini-sode story or apply to be a guest at thatsnotcanon.com forward slash ghostsofboyfriendspast. We will be running this for a month, so over two main episodes and then the two minis in between we'll remind you again at the end of next main episode and then i will draw and make sure that the person who wins said speaker gets it sent to them post haste that's it readers no that all you have to do is do what we've been asking and, you to do for, and for, for i need to make clear that this time. is not a game of chance it's a game of skill i will be judging i will be judging your entries and whoever okay. writes the best most interesting entry or story in wins because job. that's the law in australia you have to make it a yes. game of skill um so yes please make sure in the best story or best application to write in wins until then i have been liz best here with i'm tom harris thank and you for tuning jess in. for tuning jess. in and um i guess what's the take-home message of this episode oh my god uh, find the happy ending find, yeah i look finish on a happy note yeah, i like that finish like on that. a happy note <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.